Welcome inside to another edition of the Sports Last Resort podcast. We're broadcasting live on location here from the uh, home away from home, if you will. Uh, Josh Fellman's to my right, Sam Beckman, our special guest, to my left. Sam comes to us uh, from Duluth via St. Francis, via Alaska? Duluth. Duluth, Duluth okay. Repping Duluth. Close. We hope to bring in a new listener demographic. I don't know how many Duluth listeners we pull on the regular, so we hope you can help us out with that. Well, yeah, yeah. how you doing? Thanks for having me. <laughs> you know, so it's, I've been waiting to get on this show for a while now. So, Sam, you've listened I, before? Oh, I have. I have. I'm an I'm a avid. I wouldn't say avid, any, but I'm a listener. Any segments that stick out that you really loved and wish you could be a part of? Well, like I do remember, um, I think Kula was on here once, and I think... He's a regular. Him, Tony too. Tony, those guys. Tony is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's in our. He's our only uh, sports re- resort podcast Hall of Fame inductee. And he's retired. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, you make everybody around you better. So he made it Tony and, and Kula even sound that they like they knew anything about sports. So it's tough to do, but we do our best. So for those of you who don't know, Sam, Sam's been with uh, the St. Francis Fantasy League Triangle since its inception. Sam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Just you know, basic info. Well, I'm a uh, about a 500 win percentage fantasy mind. Career? Okay. 50-50? Yeah. Most people like would take th- that. I like to think I know a lot more about it than most people, but I don't know. That's that's a self thing. And then uh, I play quarterback in the old uh, Rudolph League. What's it? What Turkey it Bowl. Turkey Bowl. <laughs> no, Rudolph was the You, you know, are the best, the the best arm Bowl. out there every season. Second to mine, but... A quarterback is not much of a, a runner. Pass so stand back in the pocket. So let's talk fantasy real quick. A lot of our listeners might not be in the fantasy league that we uh, inhabit, but the beauty of having your own show is you can talk about whatever the you want. So all three of us are in this league, and Sam, draft is less than a week away. You traded away your uh, second-round pick for Aaron Rodgers last year. You were gunning for a championship. It didn't work out, and now you're without a second-round pick. What are your thoughts? Well, I came out seven and six. I missed the playoffs by a spot. Whoops! And now I'm kicking myself. And then I got a, I got an issue. See, I'm trying to. Adam Schefter's reporting you're trying to move back into the second I, round. I am, I am because I'm kind of torn about losing that pick. And it's not so much wanting the first round. I just, I think losing a pick high like that is going to hurt me. Yep. But I don't know. I might just go with it and see what happens. It'll be interesting to see because. Uh... Guys like Eric Peterson and John Kurtz traditionally sometimes struggle in the fantasy world. They have extra second-round picks now. This might make the league even more full of parity this year. I think somebody can wheel one of those guys out of their second-round picks. You know Kurtz is going to want Adrian Peterson with a third overall selection, so whoever is there might be able to coerce him in. Kurtz is picking number one overall. Well, he might want Adrian Peterson and (laughs) Arian Foster. I don't know. He wants a two-back tandem. Yeah. This is the year for running backs. So. Well, you're telling me he's got two first-round picks? No, he doesn't, but he's he has got two, two second-round picks. So, oh, I mean, yeah. if Adrian Peterson isn't off the board at three yeah, or four, yeah. he might want to jump back in there and snatch him up. I mean, Kurtz may bring a 2010 yeah. fantasy guy to this. This league. He might not even know that Adrian's hurt, well, so you never know. I, I don't think we give Kurtz enough respect sometimes. I mean, he may not, you know, he may know only three people on the Minnesota Vikings. But but for some reason, he, a, he tends to throw up good, a lot of points in fantasy. He's a former champion. All right, real quick, we'll end with SFFL, but uh, it's only August. We'll go around the table here. Everyone give your early August pick for a champion. Can't be yourself. Sam? Oh, I'm going to go Dresch. The, the first I, ever back-to-back. I think, I think if there's anybody who could do it, it's him. He, he, last year, he won. A uh, big, big part of uh, his winning last year was... Absolutely raping Eric on a couple trades from the previous season, and it just loaded Joey's team from the draft. Uh, we'll see if he can still do it this year without those extra picks. Josh, who's your pick? I think Pfizer's uh, a good shot to win. I think he is real low-key at the draft. He just goes about his business. He's he's the New York Giants of our fantasy league. He finds ways to win, but nobody really talks about him year in and year out. So in a pre-draft selection, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Pfizer. And I would like to jinx, I mean, uh, pick uh, Tony DeRocher. I think he really has a good shot to, I don't know. Yeah. 
But I'm bummed. Does he have a second round, an extra second round pick too? He has an extra fourth from Kula. He acquired okay. Kula's fourth from Maurice Jones Drew last year. So uh, Tony's got an extra pick to wiggle around with, and we'll see uh, see if he can make somebody moan. Is, is there is there a cough button, or do we just kind of? You just cover? cough. You, you can just cough, cough if you have yeah. to. Right. We we couldn't I'll afford the cough. I do got to say though, I was hoping. Uh, I was a little disappointed. I was hoping we were going to have mics and headsets. And it's a mic right here. Yeah, what are you talking about? The acoustics. The acoustics are a bunch of tremendous. And, and dials. And, and this dials. this is uh, much like Dorothy when she first got a peek behind the curtain. It's very underwhelming. I, okay, I don't understand that. But. So anytime, Wizard of Oz, when she looks behind the curtain oh, okay, and sees okay, the guy, well, and it's just a guy. Oz. This is this. And we're just this. Okay, yeah. I got you. Someday right, we're right. going to have headphones and stuff, but... You know, right now my Amazon Remember. credit card's tapped out, so once I get some free cash on that, we'll get some headphones and multiple microphones for everyone. And a button box. Speaking I of that, and beats headphones this, this first segment of the Sports Labs Resort <laughs> podcast is brought to you by Tecate. No beer better than Tecate. All right, let's talk Olympics real quick. Um, Josh, any thoughts on the Olympics? I think the men's basketball team is going to win gold. I think the women's That's one is going to win gold. And I think uh, today. Other, other people are going to win gold. Superb, Sam. Olympics. Uh, yeah, I um, I, I'd have to say I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of them. Okay, one question if for you. Could you. Give me a question. To... You know who Usain Bolt is? Yeah, he I'm recently um, created history, being the first ever person to win the 100 and the 200. He fast in two in uh, two different Olympics, and everyone was celebrating him. And then he said. Uh, he came out, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of Carl Lewis, the famous, arguably the greatest Olympian of all time. Usain Bolt said, Carl Lewis is a fraud, and he's a phony, and Usain Bolt is the greatest Olympian of all time. A lot of people chided him for that comment. What do you think about it? Well, he is a very charismatic, outspoken athlete. So you, you support his... I don't necessarily support You don't mess it. with the greats, I mean... And I'm not real familiar with Carl Lewis... He won a lot of races at and the won, Olympics. Well, Usain Bolt won a lot of races, right? It's true. All right, folks, we're, we're joined by uh, just straight out of the shower, hair still moist. Uh, he's a Sports Last Resort regular, Nick Beiser. He always brings the color to the commentary. Nick, what do you have to say? Uh, speaking of the Usain Bolt and Carl Lewis thing, uh, just to get the story straight, I did oh, hear something sorry. about Carl Lewis was giving shots out to the Jamaica team due to supplements and other legal drugs that they could they didn't test them hard enough saying that might have been the reason why they're faster but we all know throughout many many years and evolution people have been getting faster and faster so he did kind of take a shot at Usain Bolt but I don't think there's any reason Usain Bolt oh did. so Carl Lewis started it you're saying exactly. I did not see there's, that there's okay. two sides to every story exactly I well, guess I so there's that. two heads to every coin exactly so. it could flip either way <laughs> I'm all about flipping and before we continue on with the flipping or the heads or anything, uh, well, one more thing to close this first uh, segment. We're going to talk Wolves and Vikings later. Those are our two uh, heavy hitters. But Minnesota Wild uh, did something that's rarely seen in free agency periods. They landed the top two free agent prospects in a free agent class. Usually one guy goes to one team, the other guy goes to the other team. Let's get all three of your thoughts. Uh, Beckman, you've grown up in a family of hockey players. You've been around the sport. What do you think about the signings and the Wilds' chances this year? Is a first-round playoff exit considered a failure? Well, I, I that's exciting. Hockey is, is exciting again. Professional hockey, that is correct. And I have to say, it's it's up there for the biggest, one of the biggest free agent signings in Minnesota history. Sports history. Agreed. So, with that being said, I think uh, might not be this year, but but. Soon, soon enough, we're gonna we'll be making a run for the uh, Lord Stanley Cup there. So you okay? So you think so? Stanley Cup run might be a few years I don't think away. It's this year, a couple years away. But They've got a lot of young guys. It's within the next five years. I would but say. But do they make the playoffs this year? Oh, I, I think they do. Six seed, maybe a lower seed. But and you know they see in the NHL, it doesn't really matter. But yeah. the Kings were an eight seed. LA right? Kings, eight seed. Ask Josh Fellman so about just, them. My favorite team. I think we can make a run in the playoffs, sure. Okay, Josh, do the Wild make the playoffs? Wild make the playoffs, but I don't expect any big run from them. The lockout's going to stink. Here's the big question. Is there a season? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if there's if the lockout drags into December, these guys don't get to work together unless they work together on their own, you know, text each other, whatever. Um, so it's going to be, you know, they're going to have to learn Mike Yo's system, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, all that's going to have to work out. So I don't see it this year, but I agree with Beckman. We should see a deep, deep-seated run next year or the year after at the minimum. I mean, Backstrom's not getting any younger either, and he's getting paid a lot of money, so maybe two years he has left being a, a you know, a elite goalie. So. They got goalies on deck, though. Josh Harding, Harding signed a yeah. one-year deal. They got, uh, what's-his-face, Matt Hackett, who was yeah. playing beer league True. hockey. True. And I like Hackett better than both of those guys. So, yeah, I think not this year, next year. You're saying he can hack it. Yes, he can. That's, That's an intentional pun. I've been flagged 10 yards. Nick, what do you have for uh, Wild? I agree with both uh, Josh and Beckman here. Uh, if there is a hockey season, I do think we will make the playoffs. I think we'll make a pretty good run. I do not see a Stanley Cup in our future for the first year. I could see maybe in the next year or two. But we really need to get that team chemistry. Hopefully this whole dog does not continue much longer. Our players can start to get a rapport together and... Hopefully, I think the, I think they'll work well together. We we did put a lot of eggs in our basket. These two huge acquisitions, they're very good. I, I don't know. I think we could do it. It's it very cha- there's a good possibility for a Stanley Cup, but it, I don't see it this year. If you know Nick, you know his favorite player is Alexander Ovechkin. I want to ask you: Would you trade Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter for Ovechkin? No, no deal. chance. That's not a good. That's for the no. team. For the team, that's it'd be not fun a good to watch. Trade. It would be. All right, just quite. Quite the athlete. A, only question I'll ask: Has a Vetchkin won a Stanley Cup? No, he has. Exactly. One of the worst teams ever. Uh-huh. That about does it for the sports you don't care about. We'll come back. We'll talk NBA. We're going to talk Wolves. They had an interesting and busy offseason, and we'll talk Dwight Howard, Superman in LA. Stay here. Welcome back, SLR Podcast. Cal Soderquist, Josh Feldman here as always. Sam Beckman's joining us all the way from Duluth, not Georgia, Minnesota. Sam, real quick, how are the flood uh, flood issues? The water gone. Yeah. Um, well, there's, uh, from where I live. Excellent, all right. Nick Pizer's, <laughs> I'm just kidding, go ahead. <laughs> there's no damage from where I uh, from where I live, but the other parts of Duluth, there's, there's still some. Okay. Some... I, I saw fellow Duluthian Joel Sundin. I, uh, tweeted that his basement became a uh, a pool that he could swim. Yeah, in. I live in that house as well, and that uh, yeah, that was a good couple inches in the basement. It was floating down there. I just wish they would have the flood would have pushed Duluth maybe an hour south. <laughs> we must have a drive. That'd have been nice. But here's a here we can all dream. Yeah, I guess. The three words or phrases that popped in my mind when someone says Duluth, I think A bulldogs, B flood, and C uh, last place on earth. Or yeah. what's the name Last of that tobacco yeah. shop yeah. that Last gets raided there, every yeah. every three months? Yeah, that place is. Uh, have you been inside there? there? I have. I have is it a creepy times. place? They're tweakers, I, always trying to <laughs> cop. Uh, I always got kicked out of there for saying bong too many times. Yeah, yeah, they don't like that. But uh, once they Are came up with those synthetic, yeah. I don't know what pot, bath salts, and, and, bath salts and, right. and all that shit. Oh, like the they sell the bums and the. Started going the, the, in there. The, you know, parole or whatever went in there. So yeah. they could get it. It'd be line be out the door. It'd be riff handlers, just riffraff. Yeah, that's, I'd, awesome. that place can, I mean, there's other head shops you want, you know, your your uh, device for whatever else you do. You know, you don't have to go to that place. Just get rid of that place. Okay. That place is no good, in my opinion. All right. So this, uh, this segment, we're going to talk about NBA. And before we talk uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, the big news just came down the line yesterday. It was made official. Dwight Howard finally ended his Boom. whining drama BS. He's going to be a Laker this year. Your projected starting five in L.A. is pretty formidable. It's Dwight at the five, Powell at the four, Meta, World, whoever at the three, Kobe, two, and Steve Nash at the point guard. Um, this was a four-team deal between the Sixers, the Magic, the uh, Nuggets, and the Lakers Nuggets quietly acquire Andre Iguodala yeah, in this deal, and the, and the Sixers deal, they pair Andrew Bynum with big big man uh, white guy Spencer Haas. Yeah. So, first question, guys, anyone can answer: Is it true the team that gave away the best player, the Orlando Magic, the did they get the worst yeah, deal out of the four teams? Who did they Hands Magic, down, the Magic got the worst team. They got Who a did bunch they get? Of they didn't get Bynum. They, they get Al. Alcohol, I thought they got Bynum. Alcohol, nope. Harrington. The Sixers got. Bynum. The Magic essentially got a protected first round pick or a couple team. from every team. But they're all probably so four or five OPD first round team. picks. Yeah. Not very good first picks. They're going to be 25 plus. Yeah. And they got uh, Al Harrington, I believe. Al Afalo. Afalo. Aaron, like that's Aaron Aflalo. You have to excuse the two guys that play 2K. They know he's good. Drinking his to cat and yeah. <laughs> loving his Aflalo. 
but yes, the Magic essentially got a horseshit deal. Um, oh, the gate, sorry. What was the deal they turned down from the Rockets a few months ago? A lot of uh, Royce White. Top 14 picks. Yeah, well, three first rounders, Royce White, and then pretty much their other two first round picks that they took in between 12 and 18. So I think the Rockets deal would have been much better because, I mean, what do the Rockets care? Either way, Dwight Howard isn't guaranteed to stay in LA, and he said he's keeping his options open, even though he just got traded to test free agency in. 2013 with yep. Chris Paul. So you you're talking Mavericks who had a total whiff on Deron Williams this year. They could essentially have a possibility to get Chris Paul and Dwight Howard next summer if they both opt for free agency. I think if and this is a big if, but if Dwight Howard is smart, he'll realize that he can hang tight, ride Kobe's coattails for a few more years, and then LA is his. LA is his once Kobe retires. Dwight can own the Lakers, a team that always has that stardom that uh, fanfare the Clippers will always be second fiddle to the Lakers as long as until Jack Nicholson sells his courtside seats and he switches to the Clippers that's the show to be at that's where Dwight Howard wants to be how long does Steve Nash have a contract for Steve Nash is a two-year deal right two-year deal two-year deal I think two or three (laughs) yeah Steve Nash is a wily vet though even though he's not He's getting old. He's at he's 38. Past his peak. He'll figure out ways to be good. He'll save himself. Well, he doesn't have to be great. I mean, he I just has to feed ball. Dwight Howard, Powell, and Kobe. He doesn't have to do anything magical. Hit some open threes. Got to do Rubio and yeah. Yeah. Better than the Heat. Lakers, that's that's my question. Which which team are you picking? And you, you got to consider the New Jersey I'm, Nets. They added uh, Joe Johnson, a scoring oh, two. Brooklyn next. Brooklyn Nets. No. My bad. Brooklyn Nets. Jay Z. Jay Z would be pissed. And Brad my bad, Hope. <laughs> So who right now? Who who are you taking to win? Win it all, defending champs, the Heat. Are they still the team? No, Lakers. Lakers. It's Lakers. Has to Lakers. Be the Lakers. Well, you can't with yeah. OKC. You're gonna rule them all. Yeah, them out of it. No, it's Lakers. They're bringing the same. OKC's bringing the same team back. They'll be one year older, one year wiser. But they didn't add. They added they made Hash- it to the finals. They added Hashim to beat to that team. They who? S- yeah, exactly. They needed who? an extra piece to Hashim, push them. Hashim to beat is the highest lottery pick to UConn? ever. Yes. Yes. Nope. The highest lottery pick to ever be sent to the D League. That is a fact. He broke uh, the previous record holder was Martel Webster. <laughs> Webster was taken sixth, and he was sent to the D League. Hashim to beat, I believe, second. second. Yeah. He second. was sent to the D League. That's an embarrassing Hashim record to Tabit hold. Hashim to beat runs a nine and a half forty. Slowest guy of all time. Serious. I'm not even joking. That's no, that his forty time. That's false. Dude is crazy slow. Where's your source? Two K twelve? No. Because there's no 40 I runs crawl, on all I can well. crawl a 40 in I'm pretty sure it's Wikipedia. Let me get out my handy-dandy device no here. Yep. yep. It's no up. way. You I'm telling walk, you, it's I just crazy I can walk 40 slow. in 9 seconds. It's like 6 seconds, but still. I mean, it's <laughs> three and a half either beat. way. T-H-A-B-E-E-T. All right, our research and our R&D uh, department's looking it drop, up. Drop the beat. At the same time... <laughs> Uh, at the at the same time, I'm that log into my browser's account here. <laughs> <laughs> that front line is going to be imposing. You got Pau Gasol <laughs> into Dwight Howard. No one can match up with that front line. I do think the Brooklyn Nets have the best backcourt. You're saying in the that NBA. the Wolves' love pet can't match up with Gasol. The Howard. Wolves are very undersized. They will be undersized as long as Kevin Love is your four. But he can do things most fours can't. Um, beautiful segue into the Wolves right now. The Timberwolves. Had a very busy offseason. They brought in who many people are dubbing the Russian Rubio, Alexei Shved, a young uh, two, three combo guard from Russia. Bunch they of also, heads here. They also signed his countrymate, Andre Kirilenko, the one of the better perimeter defenders that Instant the NBA chemistry. has seen. Um, who else? They Chase traded Bunning. a first round pick for Chase Budinger. He's an Adelman system guy. Played for uh, Rick Adelman in Houston. Great at threes. And not to be forgotten, great the, as in a little exaggeration. A former elite NBA player, Brandon Roy, was at one point a top five player. He signed, and uh, knee issues, he's got the big Regenicon. Uh, procedure finished off on his knees. The same deal Kobe had done. First of all, guys. Answer this question. We'll talk definitely about this a lot, but which guy could have and should have the biggest impact on this Wolves roster? I think Kirilenko will be the biggest factor. Sorry, I forgot Greg Steemsma, the center from Boston <laughs> oh. Celtics, also in addition. Well, that Sorry, everything. <laughs> from <laughs> which of the Wolves? Wisconsin. A- yes, from Wisconsin. Wh- which of the Wolves additions? Uh- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's two. Sam's two for two on uh, NBA players where they went to college. 
Which of these additions is going to impact the Wolves the most? Nick, you I say Kirilenko. I think he's a great scorer. When he gets the ball, he knows what to do with it. We're all about moving the ball in the Timberwolves. And you can't forget, he'll sell tickets knowing that his oh. wife will be in the stands. AK-47, yeah. He's well, a great-looking wife. And plus, I mean, he's a little bit older. He's 31, so he's not 25 years old. But the thing experience. is, he had a whole experience. year off. No, well, it's not just about experience. He had a whole year off. He, he did play in, in Russia, Russia. Where they play mm-hmm. a game, maybe two games a week. And they're banging heaters after every quarter. Right, they don't care. So and he so he took a whole year off. His body is super fresh. You can watch him in the Olympics. He's just killing it. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna be the best addition. But I think the big boomer bus guy is Brandon Roy. Exactly. If I Brandon agree. Roy brings it, this team is a is a three seed possibly. Whoa. I can see him sitting. Possibly. That might be a little. Lakers. High. Lakers. Thunder. Wolves. You got, you got no respect for the Spurs, the one seed from last year. They bring everybody back. How many knees are going to blow it on that team eventually? It's just a, that's a team's a ticking that's time That's the question we ask ourselves every year, and they're always there. One of these years. If the Wolves get in, they'll be 6, 7, 8. They're in a tough the, division. Denver, Denver's strong in our own division. Yeah. It's, I said, up, though. I hey, said yeah, boom. Improve. I said boom. Well, Kevin Love threw the ultimatum out there. Uh win now or it's going to be tough to retain me and David Kahn, DK he did everything the he could cat. to put I'm together not, a winner. I'm not finding this 40 yard dash time for the beat so I don't know where you're following that one out. It's I'm buried. I'm going to give it's, up the search. It's buried deep. That might be a sports last resort statistic. I, yeah, I, I timed it myself. Okay, one, one other question <laughs> guys. Wasn't working. The, the main guy who uh, turned around the Wolves season last year and made them exciting to watch was obviously... Nikola Pekovic. No, it was, it was Ricky Rubio. And the heartbreaking ACL tear really put a damper on the end of that season. Things kind of flamed out. Um, question for you guys. How does Rubio return? Is he? Is it going to take a while for him to be himself? Or does he come back, missing, miss maybe a month or so, and he comes back, picks up where he left off? Uh, I'm going to take this one here first from Beckman here. I think he'll... Probably won't play the first month. I think it'll take a little bit of time off, but I think it'll return almost back to last season's form. He's more of a pa- pass-first point guard, which is what we do, and so he's that's not really going to hurt him too much, hurt him in the knees, throwing the ball. So, I don't know. I, I could see a pretty similar Ricky Rubio compared to last year. I mean, I think he's gonna. they're going to bring him back slow. You know David Kahn loves his point guards. We have Luke Ridnour. We have J.J. Barea. Now we have Alexi Shved. So we have three guys who can play the point on this team. Really going to have a whiteout this year. <laughs> we could. We are the only team in the NBA that can go an all-white Seven five. deep. Seven deep. So Shred, I think they like... Shved will get like 10 minutes a game. He's, he's not that good. Shredded cheddar? He's not that good. I don't know if anybody compares him to Have you watched him in the Olympics, Sam? He's, so what? He's, he, had that, he had it's that inbound pass. He had Olympics that inbound is pass. absolutely irrelevant. He's open. When he gets... His, he'll, be, he'll be a nice, you know, off the bench for You'll eat those minutes. words. I think we all but forget that Derek Williams. December, I mean, Derek Williams is coming off the bench for this team. Derek, yeah, second Derek Williams overall pick. Derek Williams, I would, I'm really and excited. Why, and they, why would they draft a power forward when they already have Kevin Love? Who would you have taken it to? Uh, I, well, I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't watch the NBA draft. Or who does? Come right. On. Right. Thirty-seven but people. I, you know, After maybe first ten uh, picks is not very exciting. No, it's not. You know, I don't know, but well, you you could have had. Why draft a, uh, yeah, why draft a power four when you already have a good one? Get a foreign, uh, get a foreign one? three, or we needed a two. There was guys like Alec Burks or Marshawn Brooks had a nice season, I but he the, fell to the twentieth. I think the main question is: Would you rather have Chase Budinger at seventeen or Perry Jones at seventeen? Perry Jones. Perry Jones fell to what twenty-eight. Yeah. I would have rather taken a flyer on Jones with the depth of this team than. Have the white chase budding jersey. You guys realize this. You guys are the two NBA 2K guys. It doesn't always work like that. When you have Kevin Love saying, it's "I don't want rosters, Cal. It's pretty much the same." Yes, it's I, exactly. Kevin the same. Love says, "Kevin Love transferable." Says, no, when your franchise guy who only has three years left on this deal and he'll still be in his prime when this contract expires, he says, "No more of these project players, the Derek Williams, who are going to take two or three years and they maybe never pan out." Get me someone who I know what I'm getting. And Chase Buttinger can come off the bench, play the wing. He can hit threes. He's athletic. He can do everything that you need and nothing that he that you don't need, if that makes sense. Well, I heard he's just shoot the three, and he's pretty mediocre on defense. And yeah. uh, he can't really he dribble. Can, he can't beat people. Red hair. He can penetrate a little bit. He can't bit. beat people off the dribble. I don't he's, a very, he's a very he athletic just, guy. He can just out shoot of, the three. He's a very good three-point shooter. That's all he got with him. Where'd he come from? What school? Uh, it's USC. No, Cal. Pac-10. You're, you're there. You're close. 
Oh, Pac-10? They're famous for putting out uh, pro players. Oh, man. Head coach Lute Olson. Ringing any bells. Oh, <laughs> He's man. a wildcat. Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Arizona. Chase Budding. Same place as tournament team. There's another Arizonian Damn it, two guy for three. on this Derek Williams. Two for three, pretty good still. Two for three, pretty good. Arizona. All right, uh, the right conference. guys, final predictions on the Wolves either this year or moving forward. Uh, is this roster right in front of you right now, is this a championship contending team? The Wolves? Not no. until we add no. Shabazz Muhammad. Yes. <laughs> High five. No, but but it's exciting. Oh, it, it is. It's going to be fun it to watch. I can't like, wait to take Cal's tickets when he's you at work. You can almost take too. the, well, we might be able to take the bags High five. <laughs> Put it that way. And here's here's an underrated take uh, that you won't hear too often. Glenn Taylor admitted he's looking for a, a buyer for this team in the near future, someone that'll keep it here. Build but, a new stadium. No, he, new he wants to, he wants to sell. He wants to he's sell old, this team. Old. He's done with owning, and there's no better way to sell a team than sell them on some young guys now, and then put a bunch of veterans behind them, around them, and make the playoffs. Did they do uh, uh, renovations? Target Center? They are. It's going to happen. With the Vikings stadium bill, they're going to yeah. fix it up. Speaking of the Vikings, we're going to come back after this I break. Said, and we're going to talk <laughs> NFL and Minnesota Vikings training camp coming up. This is the Sports Last Resort Podcast. Welcome back to the Sports Last Resort Podcast here. Final segment. We're wrapping things up. We've got Sam, the big daddy Beckman, in studio, and SLR regular guest Nick Beiser from uh, Minneapolis. Um, good to have both of you here with us, Cal and Josh. Wrapping things up, like we said, NFL, the big heavy hitters. Guys, season only, what, a few weeks and change away. How pumped are you? I mean, we're so excited that... Sports Resort did a live blog of the Vikings' first preseason game. I don't know if there's anything more boring than that to watch, but we did a live blog anyway. I didn't. I didn't catch the game. What were your takes, real quickly? Takes. Uh, first team offense. Heard Pounder looked okay. Yep. Four, four he had a ten. I heard. Four well, for nine. Three two drops. drops. Yeah, two or three four drops. Four in the game. Drop. Then I heard yeah. four for nine on the. Four for nine was official. No Percy. Three drops. No yeah, no purse. But. The first team offense was out for two drives, kicked two field goals. The second and third team offenses were out for the rest of the first, second, and third, and fourth quarters, and scored zero points. So I don't know if that uh, shows you anything. It's why they're the second and third team offense. Defense, uh, some young guys really need to step up, and they're getting a chance, and they're not doing it. Horrible angles taken by the defense, just overall bad play. Although Anthony Jacobs, a Northfield High alum, Minnesota, and also a U of M alum made some nice tackles in the backfield. He looks like he could stick around as a D tackle D end hybrid. That's tough to tough to see Latroy Guyon go down after yeah, he's a, he's right a friend of the he's a friend of the show now. We yeah, uh, friend of the pod. We had some good talks with him and Mankato about uh, Joey Dresch, our good friend Joey Dresch. Um, oh, the guy, <laughs> the big A as they call him. He's the big A, the big awkward. Ah, formerly known. Anyways. Uh, so guys, let's let's talk big picture here first. NFL before we zero in on the Vikes. Um, big news as of recently: uh, Green Bay Packers are going to bring in Cedric Benson, apparently for the veteran minimum, and sign him to an already potent offense. Is this the missing piece for that Packer team, or are are you still skeptic skeptical on their uh, Super Bowl chances? I mean, you bring in Cedric Benson to run what four times a game? Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't. I don't Makes yeah, them more than one-dimensional now. They, they were a one-dimensional offense last it year. It doesn't make sense, though. If I'm the Packers, I bring in a guy who can catch the ball at least out of the backfield exactly. because you, you know they're going to throw 75-80% of the time anyway, so at least... What can Cedric catch? No. no, no. <laughs> he runs like a... He probably is slower than Hashim, Hashim to be. He probably runs a 11.5-40. <laughs> These statistics are all real. Okay. Let me uh, go against the grain, if you will. You know what this move mirrors... A good four or five years ago, my one of my favorite teams, the New England Patriots, fresh off a Super Bowl victory, they brought in a aging former Bengal Corey named Dillon. Corey Dillon, yeah. and he went on to grind it out for them in a Super Bowl victory the very next season. Sometimes an offense needs that change of identity, if not only temporarily, so you can say, hey, we can spread you out, or we can bring in three tight ends and shove it right down your throat. 
their offensive line is just not built to shove it down your throat. I think the Packer or the Patriots offensive line five years ago is much better built Greatest than this of all offense. Time. Well, it makes sense. Cal only picks his second favorite teams as winners: USC, the Patriots. I wouldn't be surprised if the Boston Bruins were his second favorite hockey team. Flyers, Flyers. Flyers. Okay, Flyers. well, still, regardless, Green squad, Claude Giroux. Only if the, the team has to win seventy five percent of its games for Cal to like them. So he was on that team. Ninety four Dolphins. Marinero. But we digress here. Uh, all right, guys, let's just go around the league here. We're all seasoned NFL minds. Give me one team that you think either had a bad year last year and will surprise this year or will overachieve their standard expectations for this season. Who's first? Nick? I'd like to. My team of choice that's really going to do surprise this year is the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, no. I think they, <laughs> they they really did something with their defense. Well, they I do. Mean, well, they brought in a couple new guys. They oh, have, Bruce okay. Irving. Bruce Irving. They have a a young Patrick Willis, as some of his co teammates say, is really? a second round pick. The linebacker Wagner can't tell you his first Bruce. name. Bruce. I was gonna say Brent. You're just Wagner. saying Bruce for everything. I haven't Bruce, said Bruce yeah, for Bruce anything Wayne, else. Bruce Wayne, Wagner, whatever. Bruce Wayne. They have Bobby. Batman. It's Bobby. It's they signed Bobby, Bobby Wagner. They signed Bobby Batman. Wagner. Bruce Wayne. They Bobby Wagner. He's something special. He's a young Patrick Willis. Who's your starting QB for the Seahawks? He's white. T-Jack? Matt Flynn? I'm Russell team. Wilson. I'm <laughs> team Russell Wilson. I might have to go Matt Flynn on this. T-Jack has nothing been, nothing short but in spectacular. I think Cal should, should know this best. He bought his... Jersey rookie year as a backup. Still wears it. Still, Still wears, wears it. it on occasion. Every month. He comes over on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my team. They're, they're offense, they haven't got much. Beck, better. You guys, Marshawn Lynch did they just signed TL. Like I said, they haven't got much better. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney Rice, Rice sucks. Yeah. Unless they can acquire something in a QB position. I don't really see him being too much higher on the, the rankings. I uh, I can't see any team surprising me. I think it's going to be a whole lot like last year. Nothing surprises you, huh? Vikes are going to win three more games than they did last year. Is that surprising? Is that six? Six and ten. Six and ten is your official. Six and ten. We'll get into that in a little bit, but that's a that's a teaser. Five tops. Give us one team. Who who wins a division that's not supposed to? Who oh, okay. uh, who makes the oh, playoffs? Okay. Panthers. Carolina Damn it. Panthers. I think Carolina. That was mine. That's a very Carolina, trendy pick. Well, they, their defense, they stacked the defense in, in yep. the draft, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Luke Keekley. Um, yep. And, and that's what they Cam Newton with. should Cam's be. Cam's going to be, you know, he's gonna maybe not rush as much as he did. How can you ask be, a guy to be better than last year, but he should be? It's, he's, he's got an actual offseason now. I think he's what, number three fantasy quarterback? I've been Something like that. Some, yeah. yeah some three or four. And they brought in Lewis Murphy for a seventh round pick, so he has another weapon on offense, plus Jeremy Shockey. It's still on that team? You should be. Yes. And uh, Greg Olson at Plus, tight end. Plus, that division's very gettable now with Sean Payton uh, Don, MIA yeah. for a year. The Saints yeah. used to own that division, and now it's wide open. I don't know how telling this is, but they only scored coach, six no. points in their first watch preseason off, game. So. The, uh, Panthers. Yeah. It's a very trendy pick. Josh? Damn it. Well, Sam, Sam stole your thunder. Yeah. I did. Uh, so we'll just come up with a different one. Uh, I'm going to run with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Scott Pioli was a magician for the Patriots for 10 years. Um, Castle's going to come back. He can't sling it. but Nick J- doesn't agree with that. Jamal Charles is coming back healthy. They actually have a much stouter defense than Do you know their think. head coach? Their head yeah. coach. They got a new one. Oh, that's right, because they fired uh, Todd Haley. They fired Haley. Yeah, oh, that was dumb. Haley's good. No, Romeo Cornell was they brought in, in Former time. Patriot yeah. guy. So Smart Scott Pioli. Well, he was their defensive coordinator last year. Right. He, he was interim, and then they just brought him right, on right. full time. So they had him and Weiss at the on the staff at the same time. Right, and then Patriots Weiss left. South, Pioli, Weiss you know. left for the full time head coach and college job, and then they just stuck with Cornell. And he'll, he's going to be able to handle the veterans on that team. Charles is going to come back. How about the lightning touches. and thunder? Jamal Charles, Peyton Hillis. Sorry to step on your touch. Oh no, I think uh, hey, I think Hillis is going to have a good banger. Brian, da- here's a fun note. Brian Dabble. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns in 2010 when Peyton Hillis had his huge he had his, season. He with had the his Browns. Madden cover season. Yeah, and as then uh, Dabble went to the curse, Dolphins curse, last year. Curse. Got his curse. No, he had the good year that got him the Madden cover. Right, and then he had his curse. So we're off the curse, and we're on to uh, 2012. 
and he doesn't have to take the weight. Charles is going to do enough stuff to <laughs> handle what he has to handle, and Peyton Hills is going to run between the tackles on a very good offensive line, and Castle is going to be able to find Dwayne Bow and Jonathan Baldwin, the second-year wide receiver. And they, their defense is a lot better than most people give them. Dwayne Bow just showed up to camp yesterday. Doesn't that matter. doesn't concern doesn't He gets matter. balls though. He just yeah, I mean he's six foot. You can't teach six foot. You can't teach six five. No, you can't teach six five. You actually are born with that. It's well, you can't teach it though, because no, you're born with it. Anybody catch the hard knocks, Miami Dolphins? Boring. Got it recording. I'm. I'm gonna. I like. I like. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I'm you like, saw it? Oh, yeah, I, I mean, it's, they're fun because you know I love the their PA guy right. for that. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Got a couple nice uh, dogs. And well, nice, uh, wife. Is that what? You, is that what you're going after with the wife? No, his dogs look great. They're uh, it's one lab that, and one uh, little wiener dog. Blonde too. Standing next to the blonde, it look even better. Oh yeah, her. I forgot about her. Yeah. Oh, I thought you want her dogs. Her sweater puffs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so how about those Vikings? Speaking of hard knocks, Dolphins. Who do you think emerges as our starter? Oh, Gerard. I thought Gerard was already. Gerard's first on the depth chart. Matt Moore's pissed about Tannehill. that. Tannehill. It is... doesn't matter. The, the Dolphins suck. are in a division where three teams could compete for a playoff well, spot. Bills, Bills, Jets, and Coach Patriots. Coach will change his name back. He's gonna have a big year. And he yeah. got married. He's gonna have a big year. Got and he, and he, he walks in on a coach's only meeting the first ten minutes of the episode. Oh, that's just him. He's just looking for the camera. <laughs> he yeah, he can sniff it out. He's got a freaking hand. No, you know what? For those of you who have, saw, have seen Hard Knocks, you could see the look on head coach Joe Philbin's face right away. He oh, said, yeah. why the hell did we sign this yeah. guy? Once he walked into that room and said, wife won't let me back in the house. I can't come home till training camp's over. And Philbin said, oh, really? What if I cut you? Is training camp over then? That's, that's what he was thinking. I read yeah. it on his face. My team is the Buffalo Bills. We'll stay in the AFC East. I think... Uh, their defense has steadily gotten better. Mario Williams. You bring in a guy like Rio Williams, who all of a sudden can get after Tom Brady and whoever the Jets have at QB. He can chase down Tim Tebow. I'm sure he's faster than the Tebs. Plus, Ryan Fitzpatrick quietly... Yeah, he had a, I call him the Tebs. We're, we're cool. Right guys. now, let's settle this. True or false, do you have a poster in your room of Tim Tebow running in the rain? No, I have one of Mark Sanchez running in the rain. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows Mark that. He's my guy. I would trade Christian Ponder, Adrian Peterson, Percy Harvin, and Jared Allen for Mark Sanchez. Wow. See, that's why, wow. Uh, Good thing. That's why you do not coach a football team or own so, like, like like Right now. Like right Cobb. now. <laughs> Is that his name, David Cobb? That's a David hey. Cobb deal. Hey, come oh, on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Too soon? Too soon. Um, I'm telling you, though. On Madden, when Madden 13 <laughs> comes I'm out. loving this Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow But no, quietly, uh, yeah, quietly, everyone... Is exalting the Patriots for thirteen or a couple thirteen fourteen wins. Then you got the attention the Jets always get. Yeah, the whores they are. Bottom of the grid. The Bills. The Bills quietly Sean think Green we have a pretty balanced offense. We've got a good defense. No We're gonna make some noise here in this Stevie division. J. I think a wild card position is very gettable for the Buffalo Bills. Well, and they, you know, they fell apart last year after starting five and zero. I read in reports a few few months ago that Ryan Fitzpatrick played the last nine games with two broken ribs. Stevie Johnson. Any yeah. other any other wideout in tough. the league, Stevie Johnson has better numbers against Revis. For some reason, he has Revis's number. Maybe him and Revis have like a side deal. Or... Bunk, bunk fantasy season last year, though. Yeah, but he had two he had two good games against Revis. Somehow I managed to win. <clears throat> it's different league. 2.0. 2.0. Wait, are you back for three We'd like to, to we'd like to get you in two point actually. Yeah, it's no, 3.0. It is three is the one you were last year that you never drafted for the auction <laughs> oh. league that you missed the date. What's three point He's been in the league for the entire year last year. He still owes me ten bucks. I went to the bar and said, and I came home and I. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. That's my team was bad. You need to go to a bar with. You Wi-Fi actually made the playoffs in that league. Year. I did. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he what? He made the playoffs in that league. I don't even think I did. I don't know if you did or not. I think maybe I was, was like a like 16 or something. Yeah, probably. Something, yeah. Anyway. What are we talking about now? PGA? <laughs> PGA. No, we're not talking about PGA. Things PGA we never soon, talk yeah. about on this show. PGA Championship. PGA. Yep. Could, uh, Today. We should get that on pretty quick. All right. So All right. Vikings. Vikings now. Zero in on the Vikings real quick, guys. Did you? What did you get me on? We've, we've scrutinized the Vikings uh, an awful lot. And... Uh, and the Vikings are going to have a tough season, you can only assume, but there's going to be things of improvement. Give me one. Everyone give me one thing that should be better than the god-awful season of last year. Uh, secondary. Should be better. 
Can't once be again, worse. Back, once again, Beckman slays can't me. Be can they be any worse? I mean, can't be worse. You are correct. Uh, what do they got? They what, finished about thirty first in the league in passing last game. year well, with the addition of Jasper Brinkley. Oh, oh. Chris oh, Cook. Chris Cook is what he got acquitted of his beating his wife charge or beating his girlfriend. What? What? Um. Keep going. What, what's uh, I'm horrible with names. I told you. What's like the, the the starts with an M? The corner's name starts with an M. Josh Robinson. Marcus Sherrills. No, 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 no. Mistrell Raymond. Mistrell Raymond. Mistrell Raymond. Well, he, he's supposed to, you know, he's supposed to step up. Should step in at safety. Uh, he had a couple uh, huge, 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 horrible angles yesterday. And then Harrison Smith. Josh Percy Robinson. Harrison safety, Smith Harrison looked great Smith. yesterday, he's actually. fights with uh, Percy Arvin. So, you, so you're, looking, you're looking at our secondary to improve. Yeah, I mean, it can't get any worse. And it's, and it's, we, we're, it's, no, it's which true. we're addressing. Smith, I, I, I don't feel it's a good I'm pretty sure we set a record for consecutive games. Great. We got Jay Cutler and... Stafford and, and they Aaron take chances. We, we got to step this up. This takes there. me back to '98 though, because '98 the Vikings smoke Jimmy, everyone. Jimmy Hitchcock, Corey Fuller. No, Vikings smoke everybody with Randy Moss, Chris Carter. The next year, the Packers draft four defensive backs, just because they know they're going to have to deal with Randy for the next. Well, they thought ten years, yeah. but ended up only being you know five, four or five more. But let me four. let me. So this is what the Vikings do: Harrison Smith, Josh Robinson. We bring in Br- or, uh, Chris Carr. We uh, bring in uh, Zach Bowman, who could play safety. We you know, we have five new guys on Chris in the secondary. Still Plus Chris Cook comes back. back, so that's where the fifth guy comes in. Yeah. Technically, he's new because you yeah. know well, stro- choking his wife. Quick quick story. Quick story from Mankato. SLR was live in Mankato last weekend. Brian Kula was with us, who actually owns a Chris Cook jersey. Um, <laughs> he put the money up for a bet. For a Chris Cook uh, number thirty-one jersey, and in an image rehabilitation effort, Chris Cook changed his number from thirty-one to twenty, and so now Brian Kula is SOL with a number thirty-one Chris Cook jersey. So he said, "The very least I can do is get it autographed." So we waited for three days. Every day we waited about an hour and a half at the fence, shouting, screaming for Chris Cook to come sign this wrong-numbered jersey. He stonewalled us every day. <laughs> oh. He is too much of a hard ass. Yeah, he's, he's too high profile. To we had everyone to over. Out. We had Greenway, Winfield. Even Adrian was in front of us signing Got stuff. Him. Chris Got Cook him. could not do it. Trade him. Trade Anyways, him. Brian, we feel Eat your pain. Him. Shout out to Brian Cook. You going to be here tonight? Yeah. Right. No. no, he's at a wedding. <laughs> still, we, shout out still out there. We don't retain the... Nah, we take I hope you listen to Here's uh here's my improved area. I really think uh, I think Kyle Rudolph is in for a big season. That's what I was gonna say. He uh he could be a mini Rob Gronkowski. He's a big fast oh, guy. On, can't teach six six. You can't teach six You can teach six nine. They're both white and both kind of sixty nine. One's got growth hormones. Can I, growth hormones. Go ahead. The the ground comparison here. One's got Tom Brady throwing to him. One has Christian Ponder. And Rudolph's going to have better stats than Gronk. Ponder. I'm just saying, that's you hear a that? can we can we, can, we, uh, can we get a uh, you got to be kidding me thing going? <laughs> what? Can we get, can we get we'll get it going? in there. Are you high? When okay. I say that, all I, mean, all I mean is similar body types. They both can go up and get balls that are seven feet in the air. Big balls. I remember a famous quote Big by targets. Somebody. Big targets Man. make it easier for a QB. Okay, this is true. Especially, uh, my, uh, my upgraded position was also wide out, but I think I'm going to go with offensive line. I agree. You know, agree. Left, left tackle is horrible, but Charlie Johnson's still a good offensive lineman, so he goes back to his original position at left guard. Matt Clill comes on at left tackle. You saw that. You know, you killed two birds with one stone right there. Load Holt's making the pro. Sullivan's one of the best centers in the, the game. Load Holt, as everyone has said. Contract year. Yeah, forever. Contract year. And it seems like these NFL really players cool. really play out for contract years. So the only question mark is uh, right guard. Brian Fusco has uh, apparently claimed that spot. But Jeff, Jeff Schwartz was – or, yeah, sorry. Jeff Schwartz was brought in to um, – you know, comp- swing swing guy. Quote, he can play quote, every backup. Anthony Herrera type. So I think offensive line is going to be upgraded. And when you do that, your whole offense in general is upgraded. Adrian has more holes. Christian has more time to throw. Question for oh, – go ahead. No, that, that's pretty much it. Question for all three of you guys. Over under, counting this season, over under three years to a playoff appearance, whether it's wild card or division. This season, next season, under. and the next. Under. Is it is it less than three over. years or over? More over. than three. Nick? Why? Over by a landslide. 
Why? Just look at everyone in the division. Okay. Stafford, Aaron Rodgers is still yeah. pretty young. They're not getting really too there's, there's two wild card old. spots every year. Calvin Johnson is still young. He'll be a formidable wide receiver. For We've got a good young come. core. You can assume we're going to get another top seven lottery pick or uh, hopefully, hopefully. Bart, draft yeah. pick. The only oh, way, the only way we make the playoffs. Tyran Matthew right, could no. fall to us That's now. That's what I'm he's, saying. He's, he's right. The only way we right, right I got now. a better one. He's not even in college right now. Wait, answer my question first. Three years, over, under. Under. Okay. Because my prediction is six and ten. I think what is that? That's a ten. That's not a wild card, pick, isn't it? Yes, it another, is. should be a, That's a top ten. Eight, eight, eight to ten. Definitely eight top to ten. ten. You get another, uh, another piece of the puzzle. Honey badger. He got, we need uh, corners. We need he's corners. Bounced. He's off the team. He's going to be like yeah. uh, Janoris Jenkins playing D, D1A. Janoris Jenkins has been really surprising for Seahawks. Well, whatever. <laughs> I don't think he wants to delay his NFL career any longer. Uh, he wants to play. Oh, he's got a drug he habit to support. He should have joined the supplement. That's why he got kicked out. He should have just went into the supplemental draft like Josh Gordon did. If Josh Gordon got a second round selection from the Browns, Tyron could have got, or Tyreen, or T. T man could have got a first round choice from somebody, but I think if the Vikings, if the Vikings oh, this season after this season they, they should just tank it, we get Robert Woods, the USC product, love him, and Matthew to shore up the secondary. So now we have a prolific offense with Purse, Jerome Simpson, Robert Woods, and we have a secondary of Chris Cook, Josh Robinson, Tyron Matthew, Harrison Smith. Not a bad lineup. That too good that to is true. a playoff team. Plus Adrian. So Josh, what's okay. your what's your answer to over under three years? I'm gonna say under, just because you know what? There's a lot of parity in no, this league. Nobody trusts. Maybe most things can you know, happen. Injuries, career ending even. Do you agree with me when I say the biggest the biggest hinge factor is Christian Ponder? To be honest, I don't think he's gonna last much longer. I don't think he's gonna be much better than he has been last year or what he's gonna be this year. I think Ponder has a chance. He has the tools. He's got a decent arm. He can hit the you know the intermediate routes. Peyton Manning never had an amazing deep ball, and neither does Ponder. But it's, it's all about extremely accurate. Six well, five laser and, rocket arm. And so is Ponder. Ponder's very accurate quarterback. He can. You can't compare Christian Ponder. To he's Peyton got Manning. good. Ponder has good footwork. Has to work on his timing. But you know what? It, it'll come to him. I think it's going to come to him. A lot of people are skeptical. Also, very a lot of people skeptical. are skeptical of Rick Spielman. And I'm I'm on board with Rick. I think he can do it. So that's why I picked the under. Can I tell us, you, you want to give me your, your take on it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I want to say over-under, this will be quick, I don't have to explain ourselves, but over-under, one and a half divisional wins. Because we didn't win a division game last year. Wow, we did not. No, we, we got swept. So over-under, one, one and, and a half. half division wins. Under, because it's one. We beat the Bears or the Lions once. Yep. One of those teams you know, we like, beat we, one we time. take one from the Bears and one from the Lions, though? I think we could. Maybe at home. Maybe the Maybe. Bears. Maybe. Yeah, I think the Bears are, sit, Bears are sitting on a good year. Yeah, Bears are sitting on a good year. One and a half is a great line because somebody yeah. in Vegas is going to take two just because they think we're going to yep. steal one from the Lions. Yeah. Bears. Forte, Forte and Bush are a good one-two punch yeah. this oh, year yeah, for the Bush. I think the yeah. Bears finish ahead of the Lions in that in this division. Yeah. Could be the Lions have a horrible yeah. secondary. Somebody going to be gone with their marijuana addiction. The Bears. The Bears are in a similar spot the Vikings were two years ago. This is do or die time. They have an aging defense. A lot of guys are on the last couple mm-hmm. breaths. Yep. Lovey's definitely, yep. you need to make the playoffs and then make some noise. You, exactly. you brought in Brandon Marshall. You have a one-two punch at running back. All the pieces are in place. Yeah, the Bears are going to be good. Pieces are in place. Yes, sir. All right. Well. Any uh, any final thoughts here? We're about to wrap up this hour. When I get into look at that. I'll leave you two. We went that first segment. I'll leave you two with <laughs> thoughts because, of course, I have one. He's got a final I always have thing. one. Final thoughts. Uh, one thing I was certainly pretty surprised about going into the training camp last week for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, the whole deal with Percy Harvin demanding a trade earlier this season. It seemed like drama came and went. Yeah, drama queen. It drama came queen. and went. It seems like he was working hard. It didn't even affect him. Act like nothing even ever happened. He was catching deep balls from Christian Ponder. So you think it's still there, the... and he's just not talking about it, or did he forget about it? I think he put it behind himself, and I think he's okay. Supposed to put that on silent, Beckman. So I think he put that quickly behind him. Maybe they had some under the table deal. They worked something out within the organization. I think he's going to come back and really su- surprise me this year. It's a good take. I, I I I agree. And you know, Purse is. I think he's better than Wes Welker. I mean, he has this more Speed. size and more strength. I think than Welker does. 
and probably faster too. I mean, Welker oh, yeah, is probably better faster. hands, but I, I mean, overall, I would take if you offered me purse or West yeah, Welker, I'm gonna take purse every single time. Probably. But uh, Beckman has gone MIA, so I guess I'll just leave you with these final thoughts. Yeah, go ahead. Um, be on the lookout. Uh, Sports Last Resort is sponsoring a fantasy football promotion giveaway. All you got to do is beat me and Cal each week, and uh, you pick your lineup, one quarterback, one running back, one wide out. Good luck. <laughs> one tight end and one combo. Any player you want, and we pick one too. And if you beat us um, and keep beating us, the longest streak, kind of like ESPN's streak for the cash, uh, will win prizes. This is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings, and the prizes will be uh, Buffalo Wild Wings gift cards. So be on the lookout Same for the... The details, the deets as they would call it, about that promotion and giveaway. We're excited about it, and we hope... Like us, follow us. Like us and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for having me. That's it? That's all you have? And, uh... What do you want? What? It's a final thoughts. Yeah, well, final thoughts. Uh, I think, can't believe we didn't talk about twins, but... They suck. Next time. Not well, really. I still enjoy them. But anyway, it was... Uh, thanks for having me. I well, we, we hope to have you as a call-in guest at the very I got one for you. Oh, yeah. Does Nishioka stay on this team for no, 2013? No, he's gone. Yes. He's, okay. He's absolutely gone. That's a, we that's talk twins. I'm going to put that on the tweet. We're putting too much burden on Nishioka compared to the rest of the team. It's not just his fault. Well, he sucks. He should be cut. I'm just asking just if he was suck. on the I mean, team. I mean, he made what? Two errors Three errors in three four errors games. Yesterday? Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Fly ball caught in the Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's all his fault. I think we really need to update our pitching rotation. Oh That's yeah, absolutely we should have complete. Hideous. The only guys that should if stay Blackburn in our rotation. Blackburn and Dunstein are in the same rotation next year. Oh only guys God. that should stay in our rotation are Diamond and maybe Scott Baker. Baker, yeah. Maybe. Duduno. Duduno's been he's Me. been decent. I could let both him and DeVries. They're just you know. Oh, DeVries is garbage. They're okay. Oh, yeah. but but I can't. Anyway. I can't put it all on Nishioka's hands. It's all, not his fault. That's it. Well, it's been another impossibly successful podcast. I can't believe how we do it. We just churn out nothing but freaking gold every single time we do this. Um, for our special guests, Sam Beckman and Nick Beiser, Josh Fellman's always on my side. I'm Cal Soderquist. That's going to sign things off. This has been another Sports Last Resort production. Until next time, we bid you adieu. Man, America, I go.